0: This is the Northern Superior Brewing Company Upload Strike Zone Edition, hosted by Connor Henderson and David McCaig, Jr. Northern Superior Brewing Company is located in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada, where there are many beer options available for purchase or delivery and where we're superior and it's a Northern thing. Make sure to follow Northern Superior Brewing Company on Facebook, tagged at Northern Superior and on Instagram, tagged at Northern superior Co. or the website, northernsuperior.org. The Gaines Sports Show and Gem are fortunate and grateful to have Northern Superior Brewing Company a part of our sponsorship family and. If you haven't already started to put in your order for some delicious beer, you're certainly missing out. So get to it. Now let's chat some baseball. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. This is the Strike Zone edition presented by Northern Superior Brewing Company. It is your host, David McCaig. and you're listening to the Game Sports Show through our multimedia platforms, including through our website, thegamesportshow.com And I'm joined by the one and only Connor Henderson. Connor, my friend, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, Dave. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, man. You know what? It's been a while since we've had a strike zone edition, a lot of schedules that we had to work around, but we're here and we're right on time for opening weekend here in the MLB and a lot of news with baseball that we have to get caught up on. But before we do that, I want to remind listeners to make sure that they check out Northern Superior Brain Company on Facebook and Instagram, as well as checking out their website, northsuperior.org. Now, at the time of this recording, it is 11 a.m., and I must say again, that it is 11 a.m., which means that I don't have a beer open at this current time. You know, sometimes I do, depending on the weekend or the, the occurrences that are going on. But I do have an empty can of the Northern Superior Brewing Company product, a nice 55 that I had last night for one of my Easter dinners. And speaking of Easter, I want to say Happy Easter to all the listeners and followers out there of the Game Sports Show and the Game Entertainment and Media. Of course, the Game Sports Show is powered by the Game Entertainment and Media. But back to the Northern Superior Brewing Company plug. You know what? When you're having and craving a beer, why not have a North Superior Brewing Company product? It is so delicious. And especially if you're in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, especially through these hard times through lockdown 3.0, make sure you support local. You can reach out to North Superior. They do local deliveries, and many options are available. And, Connor, as I said, you know what? I'm not having a pint right now. I am enjoying a coffee, but I said, my product plug-in there with Norton Superior, which I think is showing that I am behaving here on this Sunday. But I do plan to have one at dinner time tonight for my second Easter dinner, as I enjoyed one at my parents' last night. And we're having one at my girlfriend's parents' tonight. So definitely some time with family. Of course, following the social distancing and, of course, just being around close-knit bubble. But nonetheless, having a beer at 11 a.m., i got to ask you, <laughs> is that a good idea? Or did I word it correctly where it depends on the occasion? Like, I'm not too sure if I should have said to them having a sip of it because I didn't open an official product
1: of Northern Superior because of it being 11 a.m. at this time of recording. What you say you? Uh, context is key, Dave. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to come out here and say 11 a.m. Is, is a bad time to have a beer, especially with all the football fans that listen to the game sports show. And those tailgaters, you know, they, they'd have my head on a, on a pike. So um, <laughs> context is key.
0: So you know what? I was going to open one. But nonetheless, that people will respect that I will follow it. But I'm definitely – when I do drink a beer, I drink nothing but North Spirit Brewing Company. That's all we do here on the Game Sports Show. And we appreciate they're part of their family. And I did say 11 a.m. specific time, Connor, for a reason. Because they have a beer called 11 p.m. So 12 hours from now, I'll make up for it and have an 11 p.m. You know what? That's what we'll do before sleepy time. But nonetheless, we're here on Strike Zone. And we got baseball to get into. We've, we – have been absent from this for a little while, as I've mentioned, Connor, but again, it's it's a sporadic-type schedule for the show uploads, uh, except our uh, ESPN 1400 editions, which, of course, are every Monday, uh, except the past few weeks, actually, because of live broadcasting for uh, regional basketball, but nonetheless – A lot of shows have been all over the map in terms of schedule uploads, so we do appreciate listeners keeping in touch with all the content that we have. Of course, Strike Zone, we have our Top Shelf Edition that we will have this week as well. We also have other editions such as And One, and of course, In the Pocket, of course, In the Pocket is on vacation for the time being. Bean. But Connor, for baseball, let's get in. Let's get into the batter's box. Let's get ready. Let's get your David McCaig stance with your ass right out, shaking the bat like Gary Sheffield. No, I don't do that. I used to. And you can second that. But nonetheless, I want to talk about local baseball for a second here. And there isn't too much to get into, obviously. But I want to start off with this kind of a loose topic where you and I received a message on our Facebook group from, let's say, the spirited Ashley Hoff. Okay, he is somebody who is, uh, if you've played with Hoth in baseball, he certainly can get under your skin if you play with him or against him. Doesn't matter. But there will be, well, they're trying to get baseball started here this summer, and in particular with our men's league team. And of course, that's another sponsor plug in here for the Game Sports show as we sponsor part of that baseball league. Connor, are you going to be playing that if we play? And I'm throwing you on the spot.
1: I, I'd like to. We'll have to see what the case count is at in Sault Ste. Marie at that point. Um, right now we're doing fairly well. I think, um, you know, we've we've stabilized quite a bit. Most of our cases in the Algoma region are up the line in Elliott Lake and those areas. So if it's safe and uh, if it's running, you'll see me on the ball field this summer.
0: Awesome. So that means you'll be on the mound throwing those pitches. And you know what? I'll come in and close the game in the seventh inning. And yes, we only play seven innings. Now, I wanted to give just a little shout out to that to Men's League Baseball, and of course, just a baseball overall in Sault Ste. Marie, you are able to sign up, and you don't have to pay. You just sign up because they're trying to see how many numbers that they can get for the leagues that they're going to attempt to be operational, so... If you want to sign up, just reach out to yours truly here through thegamesportshow.com. We have a contact section. Uh, through that contact section, it goes right to the business email of the Game Sports Show, and I will respond to you right away, uh, giving you and providing you a link uh, that you can sign up if you are interested in play. Of course, it's 18-plus for the men's Open, but of course for other league options, just reach out as well, and I'll direct you in the right direction. Per se. So I want to make sure I give promotion to that as, you know, Jeff Mills, who coordinates the men's league uh, team, is definitely a follower of the Game Sports show. He enjoys our content. I want to make sure that I get that out there because I'm looking forward to playing some baseball year off after having a hell of a season the year before, Connor. Okay, my stats were obnoxiously good okay I'm gonna be cocky and flex there I had a great year the year prior but now I've gained about 20 pounds since that year and I'm very anxious to see what happens and I'm sure that you're still a weapon on the field but nonetheless let's get into the national side of baseball and I want to start off with well opening weekend Connor what have been your thoughts we won't get into game recap of, of course for just for content relevance but has the opening weekend opening week everything with MLB been what you have expected
1: yeah, it definitely has. It's been a lot of fun uh, to see all the guys back out there on the field grinding and going at it, especially for all you Jays fans, seeing the young lineup taking that that next step forward. And they've looked really good on the field while they've been doing it. And on the flip side, for our Michigan listeners, the Tigers are 2-0 and to start the season, coming off of back-to-back strong pitching performances from uh, Matthew Boyd and Julio Turan. So it's... Um, it's been really exciting as a canadian uh and as a canadian who borders michigan for for baseball and uh yeah no i just i can't wait for this season to uh to get rolling and and see what we have in store
0: now miguel cabrera's home run in the winter that picture perfect that they had some pictures how cool is that to see you know i don't I imagine there was times before that I can't recall, but there was – I believe it was the first game. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was the first game uh, that where they had the snow, of course, and Miguel Cabrera uh, hit, hit a home run. And, well, there was some reaction <laughs> uh, with, uh, of course, a host that went kind of viral, which I found absolutely hilarious. And, you know, <laughs> I would probably never do that to a guest that would call in. But nonetheless, you know, the, like those picture moments I've seen in baseball, it's been – it's been an interesting last couple years because of COVID and just the, the lot of different moments in sports. Uh, of course, some heartbreak in tennis. If You want to bring that up yesterday with Bianca uh, Drescu. Uh, had to force to retire because of injury. Uh, just overall, in terms of Canadian sports, the Blue Jays, everything looking promising. Uh, if you want to go to hockey, looking promising. Of course, the Raptors aren't living up to expectation this year, but the Blue Jays have obviously been great to watch. So, I kind of want to bring up all these various moments that we're seeing, being able to even watch baseball right now and seeing how uh, it's going through this pandemic and just those picture-perfect moments with Miguel Cabrera. That has to be my uh kind of moments that I've enjoyed it's just something weird maybe besides the games uh, unfortunately that's you know we're only a couple games in so of course there's still a lot of games to go in terms of baseball uh, and of course the Blue Jays are not in Toronto starting the year and I'm not too sure if they will get over the border to Toronto this year uh, hopefully they do at some point you know hopefully by July or something that you know essentially things are back to normal where maybe the Jays can travel over to play at the Rogers Centre but to kind of go off your point, Connor, you got to looking at the Jays and the Tigers, especially for our listeners, give them extra love. It's exciting to see the start. Of course, the Tigers are off to a, a one game over advantage over the Jays starting two and zero, oh, where the Jays went one and one uh, splitting their series so far with the Yankees going into action today. But, you know, it, it's optimism to see where the Tigers are a team that are going into this year expecting a rebuild kind of a turnaround. The Jays, though, have a little bit higher expectations than the Tigers do, which I think is fair to say.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, they're at a different point in their rebuild, and it's fun to see it. I mean, even getting uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. back in the field, back at first base, uh, they said he's worked out a lot in the offseason. He's leaner, he's more mobile, and you've already seen um, some some very nice, crisp defensive plays from him so far. So it's it's super exciting if you're a Jays fan, uh, especially when you look at guys like Vladdy. Yeah,
0: Vladdy. You know what? He belongs in the DH, the first baseman role. And he was at third. Not saying that he's wouldn't be a great third baseman. Obviously, if he just kept putting him to work, and he got a lot more in shape this offseason. But I think first base is definitely more of a home for him. I think that just makes more sense for kind of the way that he plays the game. I, I could be wrong. At least you know you have a, a third or a third option to put at third if you really want to. But he's definitely more comfortable there inside the field at first base. Now I want to make sure I get another plug here to Little Caesars Pizza, Little Caesars Pizza in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario in particular, where you can check out on our gamesportshow.com website the Game Sports Show special edition uploads presented by Little Caesars Pizza, in particular Little Caesars Pizza in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Special shout out to Mike Flamia. Make sure you order through Mike Flamia, of course, here in Sault Ste. Marie, he's a local business owner. Now Little Caesars, of course, being a franchise Mike does own the businesses here inside Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, so that would be supporting him inside the local side of Sault Ste. Marie. Make sure you follow Little Caesars on Instagram. And of course, again, special shout for them for being a part of the family with our special edition uploads, all those great interviews that we have. Now, Connor, continuing with baseball, of course, this show, uh, Strike Zone, this edition will be commercial free. you got just going to have to put up with my ad plugins at times. But the overall this year, Okay, you've had a season start where the Padres started hot. Of course, the Astros are 3-0. and uh, The Athletics are 0-3. I have a soft spot for the Athletics. It's all because of that movie Moneyball, one of my favorite sports movies, to be honest. Fantastic movie. Jonah Hill, Brad Pitt. If you haven't seen it, I don't know where you must be living under a rock. The Orioles start in the year 2-0. and Red Sox 0-2. The Phillies 2-0 and the Braves 0-2. I didn't expect the Braves to be an 0-2 team to start the year. But again, a lot of, a lot of games still to go. Okay, now at this current point, all right, is there gonna be a surprise team? We're gonna get kind of to the prediction realm of things right now. Is there a surprise team that you feel this year is gonna exceed expectations? Is there a team that hasn't won a game yet this year? Yes, again, at this current point I'm recording only two games in, but your surprise started 0-2, or maybe is someone not going to live up to the expectations? I kind of want to get your feel and expertise around uh, kind of the assumptions this year before we get into our full predictions about who's going to win divisions and maybe our potential champion this year.
1: Now, I'm not sure if this is a surprise team, but for me, I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Houston Astros, especially considering that you know they were supposed to be the villains the last couple seasons after after the controversy and the cheating scandal in the World Series, at the end of the day, cheating or not, they're still a good ball team. And while most media, especially um, uh, you know north of the border, has been focusing on on Jays for one, uh, Yankees for two, and, and Dodgers for three, um, I think lost in the fold, uh, you know, is the Houston Astros still are rolling out a really strong team and yeah they're off to a 3-0 start it's easy to say that um you know that that they look really good but most of the attention has been going to that Brewers rebuild that I know uh, Dave you've you've touched upon in prior episodes and, and how they've really you know solidified their their position on on going for it and the Mets with Lindor and and all of these these big swings and, and their scandal I, I think lost in the fold is that the Astros still have a good team um, and I'm really curious to see how that plays out throughout the course of the year.
0: Speaking of Francisco Lindor, I think uh, if we were friends with him, I think he'd be buying dinner for a while, don't you think? I'd say so.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, like I believe the contract was 10 years, $321 million. Uh, you know, there's a lot of money. <laughs> uh, you know, that's uh, you know just just north of the 31 to 32 million dollars uh, with basic math here. But nonetheless, Francisco Lindor is he. When you get paid that much money, everyone's going to sit there and say, absolutely absurd. Uh, You get the sports individuals where they say, oh, my God, baseball players are paid way too much. And we've had this discussion on numerous other shows, especially when it comes to uh, comparing different sports between men's and women's where actually men get paid more than women and how I am definitely for uh, pro-equality and I feel everything should be equal pay. But everyone wonders why. And the big reason why is because it's us. It's us providing that money to that business in the MLB. And that's why the MLB and the payroll and players are so high because it is a business in the MLB and they have the income to bring in to be able to pay those players. Of course, you got Machado who's making big money, Mike Trout, who honestly, and I think you may agree with me, is the best player in the league, if not the world. It may, it may be one of the best players we've ever seen ever play baseball. Okay, I know that's still kind of soon. He's still got a longer career to go. But the way that he is, it, it, he's a pure freak all in all. Field, batting, everything. The guy's an absolute stud. But you have a lot of players that are getting paid a lot of money. Uh, A-Rod, of course, was the first big contract that I can remember at the top of my head. Uh, but, of course, you have uh, you have a lot of players that are making a, a big ton of money. And is Francisco Lindor worth that money in the average realm of baseball salaries?
1: I, I think he is because of where he's at in his career. He's he's right in his prime. Baseball is notoriously a sport where people get paid for um, some of what they've already done instead of what they're about to do. You see the back end of a lot of long baseball contracts looking at age 37, 38, and you're thinking – Man, you know, is Lindor still going to be a shortstop every day when he's 37, 38? Who knows? Like, he, he's very athletic. You could always make that move to, to second base if, if it came to it. Um, for him and, and for shortstops in general, it's hard to find shortstops who are both good defensively and can provide at the plate. And for a long time in the history of baseball— middle infielders were almost assumed to be either leadoff hitters who just slapped singles or bottom of the order guys who had really good gloves. And we're starting to see more and more, just like how the tight end position has been revolutionized in football, that these athletic freak you know super strong, super fast players are are taking over the league. And it's great to see and uh, guys like Lindor who who can provide a dual threat Uh, are super coveted and for him it's great because next offseason it's a strong shortstop market I think guys like Corey Seager and Carlos Correa are up for for big contracts as well so it's good that he he gets his contract signed uh, before the rest of them and sort of sets that that bar for the for the league so for Lindor it's great for the Mets they have their their guy you know after staring at Derek Jeter for the last 20 years you know the New York Mets want to solidify the shortstop position so I think it's it's a win-win for, for both parties in, in this deal
0: of course now if you want to remember going back to contracts Bryce Harper currently you know 13 years 330 million dollars signed 2019 signs up till 2031 my Atlanta 10 years from now still uh, you have of course that deal you got Uh, other deals with Garrett Cole at the Yankees nine years $324 million good little story there he was a big Yankee fan when he was a kid Uh, of course Manny Machado 10 years $300 million Francisco Lindor's new contract of course A-Rod had some big contracts in his day as I mentioned believe it or not Anthony Rendon made some good money as well with the Angels uh, seven years $245 million Uh, Strasburg seven years $245 million which is obviously mirrors kind of Rendon's so a lot of big contracts have been tossed around of course right now currently harper leading the way but by annual value of course garrett cole having that 36 million dollars is leading the way in that realm so you got you got a lot of different contracts that have been thrown out and a lot of money that's been thrown out. And Lindor definitely has been a great defensive player, been great at the bat. I remember obviously getting more in tune with him once when the Cleveland Indians played the Blue Jays in the playoffs just a few years back. Well, more than a few years back now. But, of course, Lindor is so great at his position defensively, too. A lot of that talent, having someone who's good at the bat but also good in the field is that with the whole packages right and that's where a lot of these players are able to get their paydays now connor i want to slide over to you about kind of the prediction side of things now uh kind of we've discussed the money side of things i want to get into the team-based side of things right now of course still early in the year we like to do predictions on the show and kind of look back at them once the end of the season occurs when we go into the playoffs bearing anything that covid doesn't delay a season for whatever reason Uh, but nonetheless i want to start with the al and i want you to kind of go through the divisions per se kind of a little season review of them from the one only expert connor henderson and then predict your winner of the al division then i will just kind of pick my winners uh, but leaving the dissecting to you for each division the al then we'll go with the nl then we've got some other predictions before uh, we go to our final topics of the show
1: Right, Dave. To start it off, I'd say that without question, the Yankees are the favorites to not only win the AL East, but to be atop the AL in general. They're just an absolute powerhouse. And it's cool that the Jays are in a position today um, to threaten the Yankees. But at the end of the day, I I think it'll be a pretty clear-cut win for the New York Yankees in the AL East, shifting to the AL Central, uh, the weakest of the three American League divisions uh doesn't help my tigers at all. They're still at the bottom. Um uh, most likely by the end of this season. I think the twins are going to come out on top there, but it'll be a tighter race than what we see with uh the Yankees and the Jays. And then lastly for the AL West, you know I like the Astros, we talked about it earlier on this show. I think they're going to come out on top in that division and they're off to a pretty good start.
0: You know what, the divisions are you know, it's going to be interesting this year and exciting. I think the AL East is going to be still exciting because the I still never count out the Rays for whatever reason. They're always that team that comes up. They get a lot of good young players and they trade them to, to, to teams anyways, but they're always still there contending. Uh, the Orioles starting the season 2-0 and over the Red Sox – <laughs> The Red Sox, I don't think, are a good baseball team. I, I really don't think they are. You can, I, I, This is a year where the Red Sox, I don't think, will be even coming close to threatened. So you saying the Yankees and Jays, I, I think that's fair to say that's a top two. Uh, in that division, of course, I'll have to agree that the Yankees will be number one. But the Jays, threatening for the Yankees, love that term that you use. Couldn't agree more. I do have a little bit of a difference opinion when it comes to the AL Central. I do agree that the Twins are going to be up there in the standings. But I think it's going to be the White Sox. Uh, I'm going to pick the White Sox in that division slightly just over the Twins. And now the AL West, you know, I would love to see the Angels. I hope it is the Angels because I do like Mike Trout. But I'm going the villain card. I think the Astros are still going to be that team, just still a good ball team. They're going to use that villain card just to play and be an extra hungry to prove haters wrong, if you will. The Angels will be number two in that division. And I think the Astros will be just a couple games up on those Angels. So that's my predictions in the al overall now going over to the na- overall winning the al you said the Yankees I sadly do agree that the Yankees are going to be the top team in the al but nonetheless National League Connor
1: National League East oh boy um oh, Dave, yeah. you want to start it off here since I since I left it last time I, I don't want to be uh, to be leading the charge too too much Wh- who do you think is gonna going to be taking uh, the National League East that looks like a pretty enticing division.
0: I think that's my favorite division this year to watch. Honestly, even though being a Jays fan and watching uh, the, the AL East, of course, is definitely going to be where my eyes are going to be. Of course, where we have our subscription here in Canada, watching the Toronto Blue Jays, but nonetheless, the, the NL East, this is my most favorite division. Most interesting division, whatever term you want to use to keep my eyes on. You got the Phillies, got the Nationals, got the Mets, the Marlins and the Braves. Okay. I, all those teams have good depth in their order. Of course, you know what? I really feel uh, that the top team in this division is going to be the Phillies. Uh, Wheelers looked good out of the gate for the Phillies. It's, I'd like to see how the Phillies pitching does, uh, but the Mets, you know, they spent some money this offseason. They may not like me right now, uh, but I think that's going to be the team that's going to contend with the Phillies. I just, My gut says the Phillies. I know that's not great sports expert analysis, nonetheless, but when it comes to the Phillies, they've, they've been a team that I think has that all-around uh, kind of depth in their kind of, of course, organization led by uh, Harper. But what I'm really excited about is to see that pitching rotation with Nola, with Wheeler. Uh, Matt Moore, I'd like to see if he can really get it going. Uh, but even inside their bullpen, they got a pretty decent bullpen with uh, with Hector there. Archie Bradley, I've always been a fan of Archie Bradley. He was such a, a prominent prospect coming into the MLB. Uh, Velaquez as well, who used to, you know was someone that they thought would maybe be a starter who went into the bullpen. And I really think that a player from there that, of course, former Yankee, Didi Gregorius, they have some good players inside the defensive side. Of course, Andrew McCutcheon, who is getting a little bit older. But again, this overall roster led by Bryce Harper, I'm just I'm interested to see how they uh, come out this year. I think they have a lot to prove, and I think that is why they're going to go over the Mets in that division. So, nonetheless, the Mets will make it a battle, but I'm going to say the favorites in this division for me are The Phillies, sorry to Braves fans and also Marlins national fans. (laughs) Anyone can win in this division. That's why it's so hard to see. But I got my eyes on the Phillies going to the NL Central. uh, Everyone knows that if the Jays weren't a team, that my favorite team would be the Cubs. Uh, You know, of course, they they took them almost over 100 years to win. (laughs) So, of course, that'd be a team that I would like. Of course, I for some reason have teams that follow them that don't win as much. Of course, now I guess the Jays did win the 90s twice. So maybe I'm wrong with that point. But nonetheless, I've always been a Cubs fan. And you played a movie in that on that team, Connor, (laughs) jokes aside. Uh, But this is a team that I am keeping an eye on with the NL Central, to be honest. And the Brewers are coming out. Uh, I think they're going to be impressive. And, of course, the Cardinals are always a team to look at, Uh, you know, having Goldschmidt and the crew there inside with the Arizona. This is kind of a team or sorry, St. Louis. Here I am, saying Arizona. St. Louis, pardon me, is a great baseball team. But I still think the Cubs are the top team in that division. Prove me wrong. Comment below what you think. The NL West. All right. This is where I'm going to get a little dissection here for you. The Padres Dodgers will be the top two teams in that division. The way the division looks right now, if you look at the standings, that's how it's going to end. The Padres Dodgers, Giants, Rockies, Diamondbacks. I'm calling that right now, and I'm going to tell you right now, the Padres will finish ahead of the Dodgers this year. I'm going to say that. If you're a Padres fan, you should be very excited about this team. And if you're not excited about this team, I don't know why you wouldn't be. You have the big acquisition of Snell. You brought in Darvish. Okay. You obviously have a Chris Paddock there. You have a Musgrove. You, of course, Mike Clevenger starting the year on the 60 day DL, which is certainly unfortunate. But you have a very strong bullpen as well. Pomeranz there, Pagans there, Mark Melantz, and veteran. Okay, the very good presence on that pitching rotation and inside the bullpen. First baseman, always been a fan of Eric Hosmer. Saw him firsthand with the Kansas City Royals once he eliminated the Jays, of course, over a handful of years back. Of course, having Manny Machado, the $300 million man, Fernando Tatis, my favorite name to say in baseball, Junior, he got a nice, you know, some good money coming his way. He's on the cover of MLB The Show 21, which I've pre-ordered, by the way. If you haven't done that, you should do it. If you want to challenge me in a game of online, I'm down. Good luck. And centerfields, you have – I really feel that might be the kind of the question mark, but Drax and Perfor, I don't think you can doubt – the kind of depth that they have there, but it's not flashy, but it's still going to be effective. Will Myers, all right, guy in right field who obviously had a lot of promise coming into the league. You know, he was involved with the Royals organization, the Rays, now, of course, with the Padres. This is a player that really is going to come out this year, I feel like, and have a lot of confidence playing with the Padres. I like what they have. They may not have a better depth chart than the Dodgers. If you want to look online, you can check out their depth charts, obviously, through Google or MLB.com. But just remember, at the top of my head here, when you got Kershaw at the, at the helm going over th- on the mound and you have that kind of that rotation that they have with Trevor Bauer now being an acquisition this year, uh, Julio Uraris being there as well. They have great pitching as well. And, of course, the Spooky bets. you have players that are there. Seager, you got Ballinger, who, of course, we had a little controversy hitting a home run. Turner, I guess, and not have his eyes on for that play. And of, so I will say that the Dodgers have a better looking team, but something is telling me about the Padres. So I'm going to say the Padres are going to win that division. So quick recap, Phillies, Cubs, Padres. What say you Connor? That's my dissection for that handful of minutes.
1: I, I think that you did it well. You laid it out. Well, Dave, I think for me, um, I'm going Mets for the NL East. It's about time. That team really, you know, grabbed the division by the horns and, and uh, led the charge. For uh, for the NL Central, it, it really is a toss-up. I I, I don't have a, you know a strong gut feeling, but but I'll, I'll lean Cardinals. How about that? I'm gonna pick the Cardinals to take the NL Central. And lastly, for the West, I think the Dodgers are the team to beat. The, the Padres definitely have the most momentum in terms of of narrative and and drive and all these hungry young players, you know, right in their prime. Uh, the Dodgers are the team to beat, and until somebody dethrones them, that's uh, I think my favorite not only for the NL West but for the entire league.
0: You know what? The NL, like you said though at the beginning, the NL East you got to admit is probably the most interesting division to watch this
1: year. Absolutely, they're fun. That it's just a lot of fun going on. Yeah,
0: if you don't make the playoffs in that division, you almost shouldn't be mad, <laughs> or you should. Well, you should be mad, but it's almost like, uh, <laughs> what do we do here? You, know, you got, you got pretty obviously. I think you got some. Obviously, uh, I think the Marlins might be a little bit behind uh, on some of the teams. Obviously, but you still have a, a division overall that's going to be a thriller to watch. Now, kind of other quick little kind of predictions, Connor. I want to toss at you. Maybe you're. I guess I should say this. I forgot to mention this in my dissection. My favorite team. Overall, in the NL is the Padres. I, I'm going the narrative. I I I'm probably don't. I agree with you, Connor, with the Dodgers. I think that might be the team if you're betting money, you go that route. But my mm, 2020, 2021 sports, it's COVID. I, I it's something about a narrative that we still need in sports. I'm saying the Padres are going to be coming out of the NL. So my finals right now is the Yankees and the Padres. So what what would be your finals? Your winner, I'll say my winner, then we'll go kind of back and forth on two other topics who we think are going to be home run kings and also potentially who you think are going to be Cy Young winners in each division.
1: Okay, I think my final matchup uh, is going to be Dodgers v. Astros is is what I'm going to take for for that one. And uh, I I think the Dodgers are going to go back to back. They got the swagger, you know, they won last year and they're only stronger this year with the addition of Trevor Bauer.
0: Uh, uh, You know what, Trevor Bauer, the Jays were so close of getting him, and that teasing on Twitter was so unnecessary. That would have been exciting if you were a Jays fan. Of course, my finals, I said Yankees and the Padres. Uh, I want to say Padres. I do, but of course, the evil empire, the Yankees, I feel like, are going to be your champions this year. Unfortunately, though, I dislike it, but I'm going to be smart and pick the Yankees coming out of the L and winning, but I like the Astros. That's a great pick and no one should be chirping. The Astros is still a very good ball team. Now, Connor, I want to go to your two kind of bonus predictions here. Cy Young and uh, also other predictions maybe that you want to bring up outside of what I gave you as options. It's a main host on the show. You can go the direction that you want for some other kind of predictions that you think listeners would
1: enjoy to hear. Uh, I'll go with, Hmm. I know for the home run leader, league-wide, I want to go on Cody Bellinger, mm. despite what we saw play out this this past weekend with the uh,
0: <laughs>
1: with the base running. I, you know, Dave, the, what I love about baseball is, is, you know, I've been playing it my whole life. There's always a new rule that, like, I just don't know existed <laughs> until it happens, you know, and that's one where I've never seen it. I don't know what the rule was, and then you know, suddenly we're looking at a, at a single and a base running gaff. But uh, I think what's great about Cody Bellinger is out of all the home run hitters, uh, when you think about like guys like Soto, uh, Alonzo, Pete Alonzo, uh, Mike Trout, Cody Bellinger keeps the strikeouts down. And for me, I, I, I like that correlation. If you're putting more balls in play, there's a chance that... Uh, you know, more balls can get over the fence, all else being equal. So um, I think for, for home runs, I'm putting my money on on the calmest guy in the league, Cody Bellinger. What say you, Dave?
0: You know what? I'm going the safe route. And because I'm a big fan of him, uh, Mike Trout, I, I feel like that is a safe pick. Uh, just he, he's, he's got a – he's an eight-time all-star, three-time uh, MVP, and eight-time Silver Slugger winner. You know what, he has to start getting some home run crowns next to that beside him. And I think, you know, he isn't all around uh, the uh, best player in the game, as I've mentioned, but he's going to add to those accolades and it's going to be the home run uh, this year. The guy is such a truck. The guy is such a freak. You know what? Bellinger, yes, very good points, and as long as he doesn't have the same situation that happened to him, uh, you know, (laughs) this past couple days, and if Turner kind of turns his fucking brain on when he's running the field, uh, nonetheless, you have Trout, and I'm going to go with Mike Trout. What about you? Uh, Actually, I'll go with mine here before, if you want to go this route, or you can go another route. Cy Young, all right, I'm going to kind of go for overall here as well. For the, you could go both leagues, of course, and I am going to go both leagues. I'm going to say Clayton Kershaw. I think that's very obvious. If you're going to go the NL, I don't need to get into too much conversation there when it comes to Clayton Kershaw. I think Trevor Bauer is going to be up there too. If you're a Dodger, uh, it's up there. And if you're Blake Snell as well, that might be an option. But I'm going to kind of divert most of my attention to the AL. I, I'm a big fan of Kara Cole um, and Ryu with the Blue Jays. I kind of want to give Ryu a little bit of love. I don't think he's going to win it, but he's going to be in the running. My winner again is going to be Garrett Cole uh, in the AL. That's my overall two winners, Kershaw and Cole. And overall best stats. I think it is going to be Garrett Cole. But I want to give that little extra love to Ryu because the guy was lights out last year with the Jays. Yeah, he couldn't t- he unfortunately didn't get as many wins as he could have gotten, maybe if he was on another team. But again. The Blue Jays are a better team this year. They're going to make a run for the playoffs this year. He's going to get the chance to be, uh, you know, to have that opportunity to get more of those wins. And I think his numbers are going to be lights out. I think you're going to, get, going to start seeing uh, Ryu getting a conversation of a Cy Young. So I think that's very exciting for Blue Jays fans. And I think this is this could be the year of, of kind of more of a further
1: breakout year for Ryu. And it's just exciting to see.
0: Over to you for another prediction, unless you want to stay on the Cy Young uh, predictions, Connor.
1: Yeah, I think for Cy Young, just briefly, I think, you know, Jacob deGrom killed it for the Mets last year uh, for the, you know, National League. He's a safe bet. And then for the American League, Tyler Glasnow, I, I remember following this guy uh, for Tampa Bay Rays pitcher um, when he was a prospect and, you know, he's an absolute mountain. He's like six foot eight and just an overpowering fastball and, and breaking ball Uh I think he's the guy. He had a breakout season um, last year, and I think he carries it forward into a nice Cy Young this year in the American League.
0: So those are some of the predictions that we're going to get into today. Connor, we're going to go to one more topic before we uh, let you go. Before we do that, though, I want to give a special shout-out to Sports Center Bar and Grill, so St. Louis, Ontario's best sports bar five years in a row, best wings two years in a row. Come on, those are some big accolades. Once you have that consistent of a streak, you got to make sure support local people. All right, this is COVID 19 lockdown, especially if you're in Ontario. You know, some other people may be free, especially if you're in the United States. Very lucky. Nonetheless, support your local restaurants, okay, or your local business owners, even if they're kind of running a little franchise business, if they're a local business owner, support them. I just gotta flat out say that. It's time that, you know, we supported the local side a bit more. They're gonna feel this lockdown 3.0, especially in Ontario the most. And if you can order their product. Go get the takeout. Just make that call and do it. Nonetheless, I also want to give a shout out to Living Sisu. To, as well, being a part of the family, Zach Fucali, big supporter of the show, one of our biggest interviews that we've had on our special edition uploads presented by Little Caesars. Make sure you check that out. And lastly, I'll give a special another plug to Northern Superior Brewing Company. Again, there's a lot more sponsors that you can check out on our site, including Thrush Creative Co. Aaron Robinson with their website. Fantastic. But Northern Superior, I still don't have a beer open because it's just after 11 o'clock. But if you're having dinner, if you're having a casual drink and you've got to get a beer, don't look further the Northern Superior Brewing Company, where they're superior and it's a northern thing. Connor, the final topic I want to get into, can I give you the floor for a couple minutes, is more on, I want to say, the political side, I think it's fair to say, of baseball now. This won't be my area of expertise of getting too much uh, uh, kind of you know, information about because I'm still getting familiar uh, with the topic as I'm still trying to wrap my head about around a few things with it. So I'm going to give you the floor in terms of the MLB All-Star game to end off our show here today.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Dave. The MLB All-Star Game, by all reports, will be moving away from Georgia following uh, backlash from the voter suppression bills that have been submitted uh, by the legislature in uh, the state of Georgia. Essentially, the MLB says that we do not support these new restrictions and therefore we're going to take our, our business elsewhere. It's a It's a business move for the MLB. Um, but it's also a, a very uh, strong social move f- for the MLB um, to catch everyone up. Essentially, laws were, uh, you know, submitted uh, that would make it harder for individuals to participate in voting, uh, making voter ID stricter for absentee voters. Um, there's even really quirky rules that are being uh, proposed, such as. Uh, you're not allowed to provide food or water to those waiting in line to vote. And, and Dave, I, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter some of the lines that that you see at American polling stations. They stretch blocks and, and blocks. I, I, I just speaking personally. I, I know in Canada we're fortunate. Um, where I, I think I walked in t- to vote at the last federal election, and it took me like five minutes at the local college, and I was in and out, you know, see you later, 10 minutes, uh, you know, right nearby my house. And in the United States, you know, it's not a- as easy. You're in these lines for a long times, and, and to stop people from from getting food and water, it basically all of these rules are, are being implemented to make it harder to vote. And that typically uh, disproportionately affects Uh, minority and disadvantaged uh, communities. It makes it harder for them to vote. Now, I'm a big fan of democracy. I think everybody should be allowed to vote for whoever they want and support whatever beliefs that that they think are are good within reason. And any rules that are being implemented to make that more difficult to do when the evidence just does not support mass voter fraud, I, I think it's It's pretty sad to see that one of the leaders uh, of democracy in, you know, Western civilization, the United States, continuously seems to be trying to make it harder for their own citizens to vote. Um, And I think the MLB is within their rights to be able to to do that. It's a business move for them. They think it's more profitable to support this social cause and it'll make them look better in the long run. Good for them. It's a business move. And for everybody who supports businesses being able to do what they want to do, um, uh, you know, then they should be able to support uh, the MLB making this sort of this sort of stance.
0: I couldn't have said that even close of a percentage as good as you did there, Connor. And there's a lot of articles about it, particularly the one that I'm going to give a special shout out here to is cbc.ca for their sports site. Give it a little plug, free plug to CBC. Don't hesitate to, to uh, give me a little shout out CBC if you ever tune into this, but (laughs) uh, they they had the news release for immediate release, of course, uh, from uh, major league, baseball statement regarding the 2021 all-star game they had the full kind of release there uh, that on their website on this particular article if you're interested in reading this article re- reach out to me and i will send it instead of us doing this article uh, we will let cbc have the love for the article that i really enjoyed as i'm trying to get uh, of course i'll catch up with this more but this is certainly interesting and it's definitely worth the checkout on cbc.ca or any sportsnet dsn it's everywhere but our main friends of course is espn we're allowed to kind of plug where we're reading different content here on the show if anyone's wondering. So if you're getting on any of your new sports, though, so if it's not on the Gamesportshow.com or the Game Entertainment and Media, hopefully you are going to ESPN first. Yay. There we go. <laughs> Making sure I get my plugs all correct there without getting in trouble. Yay. Fantastic work, Connor. We got into a lot. I'm sure there's a lot more we can get into. But guess what now? Baseball season's here. Local baseball hopefully is going to be around the corner. Nonetheless, Fingers crossed, depending on what's gonna go on in terms of local baseball. We'll be covering, of course, the Algoma and of course Sioux Michigan kind of area. If you want your area covered, reach out. We will be expanding to your areas though, Tease, tease. Nonetheless. We will have more uploads of Strike Zone weekly editions that we plan to have because now it is baseball season. We'll have a lot of news to get into as the season goes on. Connor, my friend, thanks for coming on Uh, the show, of course. Thanks for being, as we like to say, me, the quarterback, you, the running back, running the 100-yard dash, if you will. Basically, me me just giving it to you and you running down the entire field with this show because, of course, this is your edition. I want to say thank you for coming on and discussing everything that we need to know about baseball.
1: Yeah, thanks, Dave. And happy Easter to you, your family, and to all of our listeners. This is uh, a string now where we've done a Valentine's Day edition, now an Easter edition. I can't wait for our Canada Day edition, Dave.
0: (laughs) I did not even know that. You are keeping better track than I am. We got the love edition. We got the eggs. And then the Canada Day, where I'm sure we'll have face paint on, and we'll be having more than one Northern Superior Brink Company pint at that time, let me tell you, uh, when it's Canada Day. But nonetheless, again, yeah. thank you, Connor. It's great to have you on. Happy Easter to yourself and your family as well. And, of course, all of our followers and listeners, make sure you like and follow and subscribe on our platform. Lots coming this week, a lot of broadcast uploads from Scott Nason. Uh, from what I know currently, we will not have an ESPN 1400 edition upload due to those broadcasts as well. Very important local regional basketball going on we will have a, a special edition upload mike zingamanis part two is coming out that is tomorrow which is monday our next special edition upload which we plan to be at the end of this week will be martin saint pierre of course former nhl with Montreal canadiens and they just recently retired we have an and one edition because of course today is the regional championship for ncaa and we have a top shelf edition as well happening earlier this week so lots of content to get into that you'll have to make sure that you check out on the game sports show com In previous editions this week, check out Hot Seat with EJ Russell. I had the opportunity to finally be on that show with him. There's lots of content you can catch up on. You can all find it on our website for your particular enjoyment. Now, getting to our sign-offs here, I'm here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.